0: Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And uh, today we have, well, quite a few uh, cards to recap for you, beginning with, uh, I wouldn't call it an upset, but a pretty big defeat uh, to announce, uh, Cal Brook clobbered uh, Amir Khan, uh, settling their bitter rivalries to who was the better fighter, quite frankly, uh, in a fight that took place over in Manchester, Lancashire, England. Uh, Here we go. A British boxing rivalry simmering for more than 10 years finally came to the boil on Saturday night at the AO Arena as Kel Special K Brook, 40-3, with 28 knockouts, channeled years of antagonism, to stop Amir King Kong. Did I say Kong? Khan. Amir King Khan. 34 and 6 with 21 knockouts in the 6th round. The referee stepping in to save Khan from further punishment. Speaking after the fight, Brooks said, I've sacrificed so much time to train for this fight. They won't remember all of my fights. They'll just remember me fighting Amir Khan. No respect, No disrespect to Amir, but it felt so easy in there. I'm happy the chapter is closed at Khan. now. Elsewhere, we saw that Natasha Jonas became the uh, WBO Super Welterweight World Champion, uh, also on that uh, uh, card. Tasha Jonas, Miss Team GB, produced an incredible performance to stop Chris Namas and won uh, the vacant WBO Super Welterweight title on Saturday night. The two women went head-to-head in the co-main event uh, of the uh, Con Brook show at the AO Arena, which was also broadcast live on Sky Sports box office. Jonas, now 11-2-1 with eight knockouts, was quick out of the box in the fight, dropping Namas, who's 25-7 with eight knockouts at the end of the first round with a huge shot. Namas re- managed to recover, but Jonas continued the onslaught, getting the stoppage in round two Uh, to to deservedly become a world champion at the third attempt. Jonas said, it means everything. People don't know sacrifices that not just boxers, but every athlete goes through. I've been through hell and back with a lot of ups and downs. Joe Gallagher has stood by my side throughout it all, and it never gets to congratulations when I do. And, oh, and he probably... And he never gets the congratulations when I do well, but people criticize him when it goes wrong. We've worked for so long, and it makes it all worth, worth it for what I've got on my shoulder. I have the best support and family and friends in the world. My little girl's at home, and mommy did it. This is for her. I'm bringing the belt home. Congratulations to Tasha Jonas. Elsewhere around the world, I'm Munguia, Absolutely destroys Demetrius Ballard in Tijuana, screams the headline. A spectacular showdown was seen last night at the Plaza Monumental de Plaza de Tijuana between two undefeated fighters. Jaime Munguia, who's now 39-0 and with 31 knockouts, the pride of Tijuana, taking on Demetrius Big Meech Ballard who is now 21-1-1 with 13 knockouts out of Prince George City, Maryland, USA. The raging fighters stepped into the ring, not losing any time, as they each took turns using their jab, trying to dictate the pace of the fight. Mungia successfully cornered Ballard, visibly hurting him in the second round. In the third round, Mungia saw an opportunity to knock down Ballard with a body shot. Ballard eventually got up after spending a few seconds on the canvas, but was quickly dispatched by Mungia at the 147 mark of the fight. I want to thank everyone for their support today. It was a dream of mine to fight here in front of people that saw me grow up and develop as a fighter, said Mungia. We came well prepared for this fight and my performance today proved it. Congratulations. All right, Angel Rodriguez defeats uh, Mark Yuvanov in the UBA, sorry, WBA eliminator in Russia. Venezuela, Angel Rodriguez won by split decision over Mark Yurvanov on Saturday at the RCC Boxing Academy in Russia in his WBA Super Featherweight Eliminator bout. Rodriguez showed off all his boxing tools, and after 12 rounds, he took cards of 116-112, 113-115, and 115-113 in a tough bout against uh, the home fighter. The fight was an un the fight was an unknown because of the styles and careers of both fighters. Both had good records, and Irvanov, besides being in this country, came the better rhythm than the visitor, who had not fought since 2020 for various reasons. By the middle of the fight, Irvanov was uh, growing thanks to his body shots and right, and right side, right, right, body shots and right, right, that made Rodriguez slow down. However, for the final part of the fight, the visitor took a breath of fresh air and put Yrvanov back on the heels in the eighth round with the left hook to take the lead in the final part of the fight. The cards were in his favor in a difficult contest in his position as the next challenger for the world title. The 34-year-old has now 20 wins and one loss with 10 knockouts, while Yrvanov dropped to 20 wins, three setbacks, one draw, and 10 wins uh, before the cut. I should say 10 knockouts before the cut. All righty, big wins for MTK Global Stars in Bolton. We're going to go back to England for this story. There were a number of wins for rising MTK, MTK Global Stars, an action-packed event that took place at the University of Bolton Stadium on Friday. In the main event, Jack Rafferty extended his undefeated record to 18-0 as he picked up a third-round stoppage win over Evgeny Bazim. Rafferty was dominant throughout as he became just a 6 man to stop Bazim in 32 professional fights. Mike McColdrick moved to 8-1 as he claimed a six-round points win over Elvis Doob, while Muhammad Ali Zahid returned to the ring for the first time in two years as he moved to 7-0 with a six-round points win over Craig Summer. There was also a six-round points win for Josh Pad- Padley, who defeated Barney Marina to take his record to 6-0, while debutants Luke Caffrey, Adam Cranberry, Taylor Finch, and Barney Stokes all earned impressive victories on an action-packed card. And a great evening for Bolton fans of fighting. William Zapita obliterates Luis Vidas in Tijuana. I guess we're going back to Tijuana for this story. Mexico's undefeated rising star, William Cameron Zapita, who is now 25-0 with 23 knockouts, fighting out of San Mateo Antenco, Mexico, showed off why he's considered to be one of the most dangerous fighters in the lightweight division when he took on Luis Bofo Viedas, who's now 29-12-1, and with 10 knockouts, fighting out of Tijuana. Viedas had an awkward style as he charged headfirst a few times, causing him to slip several times throughout the fight. Cepeda chased him around, knocking him down twice in the second round and twice in the third round with the referee calling the fight when he failed to get up at the 151 mark. He had a very dirty style of boxing. He kept coming forward, lunging in in an awkward way, said Zapita. But fortunately, we were able to do our job today and get the victory. Congratulations. And we move on to another fight that occurred again in Tijuana, where Diego Torres beat Jonathan Escobedo Martinez. Diego! Diego! Azabachet Torres Nunez, 14 0, 13 knockouts from Zapopan, Mexico, went the distance for the first time in his career when he faced fellow countryman Jonathan Martinez, 8 3 1, 2 knockouts. The 10 round super lightweight fight had the crowd cheering all night as both fighters went after each other with devastating blows that left Escobar Martinez with two cuts, one above the left eye and another below the right. That was a result of Torres Nunez's effect and powerful jab. when he utilized heavily, which he utilized heavily in the first few rounds of the fight. In the fifth round, the referee took a timeout to examine the cut above the left eye, with the doctor ruling him okay to continue. Torres Nunez took a knee in the sixth round, but the referee ruled it a slip. Escobedo Martinez was out for blood after the referee's ruling as he cornered Torres Nunez a few times, visibly hurting him. Torres Nunez had a point deducted in the eighth round as he continued to lose his mouth guard. Both fighters were visi- visibly tired and worn down by the 10th round as they closed out the fight to the applause of the attendees. Unfortunately, Torres Nunez was crowned the victor via unanimous decision. Did I say unfortunately? I meant to say <laughs> ultimately. Ultimately, Torres Nunez was crowned the victor via unanimous decision with scores 97 92, 98 91, 97 92 as fight fans gave his opponent a standing ovation for his brave performance. Elsewhere, in Montreal, Canada, 14-0, Arslan Makmudov makhmudov defeated Marias wak with another knockout. It was a perfect evening for Eye of the Tiger at Casino de Montreal in the main event, our slam back, Makhmudov, de- delivered a stellar performance. He triumphed over Poland's Marius Wach. In the 39th second of the sixth round, the Lion sent the Viking into dreamland, tallying up a 14th win right before the bell rang. Makhmudov now boasts two titles. Not only has he successfully defended his NABF title, but he has also claimed the heavyweight NABA title. Simon Keane took down. Sean Del Terrell Win- winters in a merciless battle the sixth attack proved to be a turning point I presume the sixth round proved to be a turning point in the pace of the fight as one after the other both pieces were sent to the mat the referee called it quits one minute 25 seconds though into the ninth round after winters was knocked down twice in that same round King can now take his 21st victory to the bank other fight news from that card can be found on boxand247.com. Uh, and not to mention uh, a huge uh, galleries, the Fraser Clark image galleries there, uh, the Con Brook uh, galleries there, and also the Natasha Jonas gallery. Forgot to mention that, but there you go. Check out boxing 247com for a, a wide array of photos to accompany these articles. Elsewhere in Russia, Zahir Abdilyev stopped Jorge Linares. I believe that was on the same card. Yes, it was. That's the RCC Boxing Academy. Russian Zayur Abdilyev, 15-1 with nine knockouts, defeated former world champion Venezuelan Jorge Linares, who's now 47-7 and seven with 29 knockouts by technical knockout in the 12th round to retain his WBC lightweight silver title in a fight that was also an inventory at the RCC Boxing Academy in Russia. Linares began by imposing the rhythm of the fight, keeping his rival away. His speed and concentration gave him the advantage in the initial rounds, however, as the fight progressed, everything evened and then leveled out. Abdulyev drove him to the ropes where defended him himself and threw blows from unconventional angles. The last round decided everything. Both went for broke, but Linares ended up running out of gas, and Abdulyev took the opportunity to hurt and stop him in the final moments. As I said, uh, Fraser Clark, who uh, was fighting over in England, uh, stopped Jake Darnell, and as, as I said, an excellent uh, gallery of photos at the boxing247.com website. Anyway, um, we see that Fraser Clark stampedes to a fast knockout over Jake Darnell to begin the heavyweight journey. Um, I believe this is also on the – anyway, Fraser Clark romped to a first-round stoppage over Jake Darnell to begin his assault on the heavyweight division with a bang on Saturday in Manchester. This would be the same card. uh, Kel Brook was fighting uh, Amir Khan. And Natasha Jonas had her victory as well. Anyway, same card. Clark's quick and heavy hands had bloodied and battered his rival for two minutes when tallow was mercifully thrown in to rescue Darnell. Clark's right hand had Darnell on the verge of falling when his corner saved him. Clark, who was a faded amateur last summer, won Olympic bronze as Team GB's boxing captain. Previously a fixture at ringside as a security guard guarding the likes of Anthony Joshua. It also sparred countless rounds, with. now turning pro at the late age of 30, he is expected to progress quickly through the rankings. So hope the British, I say, because that heavyweight division is quite clogged. Jake James went up against Joseph Lamptey, again, in Bolton, England. Jake James insists, oh, sorry, he will be going up against Joseph Lamptey on March 12th. Jake James insists he is on the welterweight title trail in 2022. He'll have to show championship qualities when he boxes his first ever eight rounder against Ghanaian champion Joseph Lamptey. That will take place at the University of Bolton Stadium on Saturday, March 12th. Their battle will, uh, sorry, their battle is joint is joint top of the bill. Their battle is joint top of the bill alongside recent European title challenger. Jack Flatley. Lamptey, 26-7-1, 18 knockouts, has been 12 rounds five times in his career and won eight of his, loud, eight of his last bouts, six by knockout. Only the very best have defeated him, like Sam Eggington and Larry Acundeo, who he went the 12-round distance in his last loss back in September 2015. James, 9-0, two knockouts, said, I have a couple of decent fights like Ben Fields and Camille and I've been asking Steve Wood for another step up, and he's given me one. I have to deliver. I'm sure I will. Lampty isn't coming to roll over. He has won his last eight fights and knocked most of them out. He's getting on, but his experienced, and I should bring something I haven't seen before. I want to stay busy. I'm happy to be the weight fighter, and, sell. and I sell tickets to be the hope fighter and hopefully get on Sky Sports. Interesting comment. Elsewhere coming up in March, Jackson England is ready to step up with a clash against Paul Fleming. That will take place at the ICC Arena huh, in Sydney, Australia. Highly touted Western Australian Jackson England is set for the biggest night of his career as he steps up in class against Australian standout Paul Fleming. England has been mostly punch perfect as a professional, with recent contests resulting in him winning silverware, and gaining ratings in the WBC and IBO, respectively. The Perth native now takes a career step up against Fleming over 10 rounds, and the likable all-action featherweight opened up on his clash with Fleming. England said, this is what dreams are made of, the first pay-per-view event on stance sports at the ICC Arena in Sydney and sharing a card with likes of Sonny Bill Williams. This is what I got into boxing for. I have to say a massive thank you to my manager, Tony Tolge, and Green Machine Promotions for putting me on such a great fight with Paul Fleming. Fleming is a great fighter, and all the respect to him for giving me this opportunity. So good to see that uh, the fights are well underway around the world and continue to ramp up as 2022 continues. And I'd like to thank you for joining me today here. On Talk and Fight, Boxing News Today, that's all the news fit to print. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. And we'll see you later on in a few hours' time at 4 p.m. Eastern time, uh, along with Mike Gore on Knuckle Up. Adios.